Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast brought to you by Joyce House. We are really, really happy that you're here. For those of you who have been with us before, you know Caregiver Crossing is a podcast created just for you, the caregiver. I am Tina McIntosh. And I'm our friend, Terry Stacey. And we're here every week with experts from across the country providing comfort and we've got great resources and of course joy to our caregivers and this podcast serves to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow there are thousands of you and we appreciate you being here so much today we are talking with vicki greeno who has been with us before she is memory care business development specialist for american senior communities and she is not only a dynamic leader who Every day she inspires the people she works with. She has 20 years plus of experience serving the aging population in multiple healthcare settings, and we are really excited to be talking with her and to learn from her today. That's for sure. Vicki has been with American Senior Communities for nearly 14 years. She's here to talk with us about Dining Red. But first, for those who aren't familiar with American Senior Communities, they've served Hoosiers for over two decades with established senior locations throughout the state of Indiana. They're also a great friend to Joyce House. And so we finally say welcome and let's describe what your ASC memory care neighborhoods are and whom do they serve? Let's start there. That's a great place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Our memory care neighborhoods provide um, a real secure uh, and structured environment for those who are living with Alzheimer's and like forms of dementia. And the environment's designed specifically to allow individuals to move freely and um, feel safe uh, in the environment that they reside in. And we also offer different art groupings on the wall. And that is to trigger some reminiscing opportunities Uh, as well as um, ways to find their pathway through the community itself uh, to remember, oh, I live by uh, this farm setting or um, my apartment is by this um, art setting. And um, it just provides them an overall comfort of home. You know, it's funny you say that because we're doing this interview on Zoom. And one of the things when we got on was I asked Vicki, she's got a cuckoo clock on the wall. And so we started talking about cuckoo clocks. And And I bring that up because it was a a great point of conversation for us. It is very reminiscent. It's the very same things you do at American Senior Communities. It's what we do at Joy's House. It is, I always say it's that um, gentle art of manipulation, really. It's planting things throughout to help guide people. And I, I know, I know that this is the case. I'd like you to help me understand it better of how Alzheimer's disease In dementia, we know how it robs us of a lot of that conversation and current talking points, but a lot of people don't know it robs us of getting the nutrition that we need as well for our bodies. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, um, actually what happens is the brain stops triggering your body of those sensations of hunger and thirst. And so we say to an individual, you know, are you hungry? And they think, well, no, I'm not hungry even though we know they haven't eaten in a while. Um, And so we find different ways that we can entice them to um, have a good appetite and increase their appetite. Um, Also, we find that, you know, as we age, it's a normal aging process that we begin to lose our sense of taste and smell. And those two items together work very closely to uh, help individuals with their uh, ability to taste. Um, and our vision begins to change. So our depth perception starts to change and light colors against light colors 
really make it difficult for individuals to identify exactly what is on their plate. So is because my mother-in-law passed away a year ago and it was from, she had Alzheimer's and the first symptoms when we looked back were that she wasn't being, she didn't, she didn't eat. She stopped eating. She stopped getting enough to, to drink, um, didn't stay hydrated. So she was fainting at the mire or whatever. And, and those were, as we look back on that now, you're saying that those might be some, some real signs of something worse than just, she didn't have anything to drink today. Exactly. Um, and you know, the other pieces, sometimes they forget how to get to the bathroom. So psychologically, you think I'm not going to drink anything because I can't remember where to get to the bathroom at. Um, and, and taking them out of an environment that they're very, very comfortable in and going to visit a, a sibling's home um, can trigger that sense of I can't, I can't, I'm frozen, I can't go to the bathroom because I don't know where it's at. So therefore, I'm not going to have anything to eat or drink while I'm here. So let's talk about the ASC Dining Red program. Let's talk about that since we're talking about food. This is a great program. Um, American Senior Communities does a lot of studies. I mean, we really research everything that we um, put into place. And the Dining Red program is where we utilize red plates, cayenne red plates, as we plate our residents' food for them. And the cayenne red studies do show that that particular color increases appetite. If you think about all your fast food restaurants and all your other chain restaurants, they have a red, a color red in their logos. Um, And so that, as you see those colors, you think, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to swing into this um, fast food restaurant and grab myself something to eat. If you also think about how you can really eat a whole large fry from McDonald's, but if you order a small fry that's in a white paper um, fry bag, you're just as satisfied as you would have been if you had eaten that large fry in the red container that they serve that in. So that in and of itself encourages you to size up to the next size. So we've taken that method. I'm going to interrupt you and say, Vicki, I wouldn't know because I've never ordered a small fry from (laughs) you. I mean, if you, if you think, you know, in, in those terms, it really does make sense. So we've taken that same method and utilize that for our plates. So as our residents see their plate of food, um, it does encourage them to uh, have a higher intake. But also, as I mentioned earlier, you know, your depth perception, your vision starts to change as well. And so by having that red plate, your um, lighter colored foods like your chicken, your fish, your mashed potatoes, your corn, it doesn't stand out on a, on a normal white restaurant plate, but it does stand out on a colorful plate. Um, so that's why we utilize the red, uh, Dine Red program. What can people do at home? You know, so if someone's listening, would you recommend they run out and get a red plate or is there something else that they can do in addition to that? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Fiesta wear is very big. Uh, If you don't have a red plate, then anything that's going to allow your food to stand out better and show a contrast. Uh, So, you know, a lot of your local areas, you can can get Fiesta wear um, pretty much anywhere to um, help help provide that. Do you find too, Vicki, do you find that um, being in that group setting helps people? I mean, eating alone, we don't some people overeat when they're alone, but most people don't eat as much as they should by themselves. Is that true? Absolutely. I personally um, don't like to eat alone at all. I'm not one to go to a restaurant and sit by myself and eat. I just, it doesn't bring me comfort. Um, And if you think of 
every time you socialize, when people come to your home, the first thing you do is offer them something to eat or drink, right? And and part of dining and part of eating is a very social component of, of our day-to-day living. So um, I always say, when I'm working with a family member that's having a hard time to get a loved one to eat, is don't ask them if they're hungry. Don't ask them to, um, you know, are you ready to eat? Simply say, come, um, come to the table and have lunch with me. Because if they're being invited to have lunch with you, then all of a sudden there's this sense of obligation for them to participate in that dining experience. Um, but if you, but you, you know, if you just say, hey, it's time for lunch, sit down, let's have lunch, uh, they're less likely to be as engaged. Agreed. You know, Vicki, we've had this conversation so many times over the years, but giving people options and making them both options that give you the result you want. So, hey, mom, do you want to sit in this chair here or do you want to sit in this one here? When the reality is you don't care where she sits, you just want her at the table, right? I mean, there are so many things that people can learn from you and the folks at ASC, um, whether they're looking for long-term care or independent living, you know, they, they want to come and visit one of the campuses or they just want to learn things like this. How is it that they would look into the services that you have available? Well, uh, probably the easiest way would be to go to our website, asccare.com, and you can identify any of our communities. We have 61 communities offering a memory care neighborhood throughout the state of Indiana with one in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and we have different, different models, so assisted living and long-term care. Uh, and there's also some blogs listed on that website. So if you want to learn more about some of the memory care specific things that we're doing or just dementia in general, you can access one of those blogs there as well. Grateful for you, Vicki. And you know, I'm selfishly grateful for American Senior Communities. You've taken care of so many people that I've loved over the years. And I appreciate your partnership at Joy's House too. So thanks for being here. My pleasure. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to join you, Tina, and um, just happy to support you and all your efforts moving forward with Joy's House. Thank you so much. For the rest of you, if you want to email any any thoughts, any questions, anything that you'd like to hear here on Caregiver Crossing, or if you just want to learn about caregiving in general and we can be supportive to you, you can email me at Joy's House, simply tina at joyshouse.org. And I'll just say, if you want to get a message to Terry, I can do that too, because some of you... <laughs> was into my inbox. Uh, Let you go. And we will be back next week um, on Caregiver Crossing.